it's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all the girls. Yes. You know, what a beautiful morning. What a beautiful day. Oh, what a beautiful morning. I'm so happy and gay. You know, it's, it is wonderful being in Orlando as the sun is no longer shining. Florida, the sunshine state where I have experienced mostly rain. But you know what? I still love it. I still love it. I, I think Orlando is just fine. It takes you 45 minutes to get across the street, but it's a great place to visit if you're into that whole American self-flagellation thing in the name of capitalism thing. If you're into that, come on down to Orlando. You'll be treated like a peasant. Um, the <laughs> You'll be treated like a mouse. That's what they should say. Welcome to Orlando. You'll be treated like a mouse it's uh i was i went around town yesterday i went to huey magoo's have you ever heard of a huey magoo's i went to huey magoo's huey magoo's with a uh with my chicken truck parked there were a bunch of people parked there and so they moved and i parked right in front as soon as they parked there they called the cops they're like what are you doing you just try what are you doing and i'm like i'm doing my job sir i'm doing my job and he goes well you can't be here I said, we'll call the cops. I deal with the cops every single day. Don't you worry. I'm always dealing with the cops. Cops and me, we're always talking. I don't know why they love me so much. They're always touching me. They're always talking to me. They're always telling me they're not trying to give me a hard time. They're always telling me that I need to move. They're always telling me that I'm too tall. You know, once upon a time, I crossed the street with something like, I want to say 12 other people. We all crossed the street in Berkeley, California, and a cop drove down the wrong way on a one-way street, pulled over, er, brooding on up, and went, hey, you. And I said, me? And he said, yeah, you. You jaywalked. <laughs> I'm like, me? We were all there. Nope, you were jaywalking. You were the one. And I'm like, there were 12 of us walking across this street. It was like Jesus and the apostles. There were 13 of us, and you only pick me? Uh, yeah, and that was the, that's what they did. They gave me a ticket. It was the only jaywalking ticket I've ever gotten in my life. The moral of the story is I stand out to cops. They always be looking. I don't know. I think I must remind them of their daddies or something. Most cops, I think they got a lot of daddy issues. And I think my height and just my, just my overall demeanor gives major daddy vibes. So I think that, uh, that they, that they just, they, they call, they pick me out of a crowd. I don't know. Hmm. They do it. Cops love me. They're always, and you never know what kind of daddy issues they got. They could have, I want to beat your ass daddy issues. They could have, hey, I want to hang out and play catch daddy issues. You never know. Sometimes they try to chum up to me. Sometimes they want to put me down. It's always a crapshoot with the with with the police officers, America's finest, you know. And so I, it's it's been an interesting journey in my life. How many cops really want to interact with me? And mostly, I used to think it it was just because I, I had my, the hours I kept, I was usually out late at night. I worked most of the times late at night. Most of my life, I worked nights. I always enjoyed the nighttime hours. Even when I wasn't working at night, I would often be out late at night because when you're working at night, then your, your whole circadian rhythm type of thing is nighttime kind of oriented. So I'd be out at night. And cops are out. Maybe I, I used to think that was it. But now I have an entirely different point of view. I think cops just like hanging out with me, man. They just, and I think it has something to do with their daddy issues. I really do. They go for the biggest guy first. Maybe that's it. I used to think it was just my height. But I think it's something more. I think it's something more. I think it's just like, it could be my height. I think it's also just because I'm not like shrinking away from them. 
because I'm just like, hey, how you doing, officer? <laughs> you know, well, yeah, I'm not intimidated by you, officer. Um, never been intimidated by a cop. I like to give them a wide berth. So I guess you can call that apprehension. I have a very, a very apprehensive attitude towards police officers. It could be my eyes. It could be, it could be my eyes, my wise old eyes. I've seen it all. And they're like, this motherfucker needs to be taken down a notch. That's what they think about me. Meanwhile, I'm over on the, uh, so the cops come, they roll up on their bicycles. They're like, Hey, I'm not trying to give you a hard time because they called the cops, of course. And, and I said, well, what's the problem? This is a yellow zone. I got 30 minutes. I'm only going to be here for 30 minutes. What's the problem? They're like, no, in Orlando, yellow means you can't park here. I said, well, officer, um, there were lots of cars here. I, I circled this block three times in order to get this spot. You can't tell me that this is now off limits. There's a car right there also parked in the yellow. Why are you jamming me up? He's like, <laughs> All right, I'm going to go find that car. And so then they go, they find the other owner of that car to make him move. I'm like, oh, it's okay, officer. No, look, man, I'm just trying to do my job. I just, if you guys want me to move, I'll move. I'm not trying to get jammed up today. I don't want to go to jail. No, no, no. We're not trying to give you a hard time. No, no, no. Because when they rolled up, he said, what are you doing here? What are you doing here, son? They didn't talk like that. <laughs> they used to talk like that to me. They're like, uh, excuse me, uh, what are you doing here, sir? I said, oh, you know, just doing some uh, First uh, First Amendment action. That's all. Well, that's cool, but you're parked illegally. Are you the parking police? No, but we'd like you to move along because uh, the off, you know. And then the guy comes out of the out of the place, and this is interesting. This is actually kind of interesting. The, the manager comes out of the Huey McGews. It's a black dude, and then he comes out and he says, "My general manager told me to call you guys." He's like, he's like really excited, probably because he's not. I, I'm not, I don't know. He's he's just an excited guy, and I'm really, really calm. And the cop's like, get back inside! And I'm like, holy shit. Is it because I'm white and he's black? Oh, my God damn. Oh, shit. And uh, that was – and then the guy's like, oh, okay, no problem. Like, yeah, get back inside. We'll come and talk to you after in a second. And they always do that, but it was a little bit like – I don't know. I felt weird about it. Do you know what I mean? A little white guilt, a little uh, – Little, little, uh, I don't know, privilege. Like, I'm not afraid of cops. I'm not excited around them. That's privilege, right? I think that's privilege. Ugh, God damn it. It's, it is. It's white privilege. But either way, uh, that's how it went down yesterday. I, then I drove around the block a few times playing my chicken squawking, my squawking noise. Uh, got some dash cam footage. Made a little bit uh, TikTok, PETA TikTok. I was on the PETA TikTok uh, recently a couple times. I don't know why they're not linking me. I'd be famous on TikTok right now if PETA would just link back to a hook a brother up. HBO, baby, hook me up. Why aren't you tagging me, PETA? God dang it. White people with their white privilege and things and stuff. Yeah, maybe a little bit was. It did feel that way. I got to be honest. I was I was like, oh. Well, officer, I'll be on my way. Um, I hope you guys have a great day. And don't forget, I'll, you'll probably be hearing about me a lot the next couple days. People tend to call the police on my chicken truck and me. And they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I know it. Oh, dear, dear, dear. And I'm like, all right, well, have a good day, officer. So I think it did It did feel that way a little bit. But who am I? I'm not in the mind of a police officer. I don't know what the hell. He, they were on bicycles. They were bicycle cops. They were like pedal pushers. They were nice. You know, most cops, they're usually pretty okay. The ones in Georgia, not so much. The ones in Orlando, Florida, much more, uh, let's call it uh, user-friendly. But uh, at the end of the day, everything ended up just fine. Went around beautiful, sunny Orlando, Florida, driving around the chicken truck, going to different places and celebrating, letting people know that animals, a 10 billion chickens a year are killed every year in America alone. So anyway, did you guys know that today is National uh, Date Nut Bread Day? Date Nut Bread Day? Huh? Did you guys know about this? So I wanted to ask you guys a question. This is a real question for everyone in the chat and in comments if you're if you're watching on the replay. 
let me give you my idea. This is my new idea, okay? Let me tell you. It's my, I'm a little excited, but I'm okay if you think it's stupid, okay? Because this is still just sandbox, big sandbox time, okay? What if I had a truck, okay, that had like a, a little kitchen in it or whatever, and I went to local news stations around America, major markets probably, and I, you know how in the morning they do those cooking segment shows? I've done them. I've done them live where you like show the morning anchors how to how to cook some shit. What if I use the national, let's call it date nut day, because today is date nut bread day. And I went to the local news station with my pita tasting truck and I showed them how to make a vegan date nut bread on date nut bread day. And it's like a feel good story for the news broadcasters. It gets people understanding that vegan food, anything can be veganized. That way um, when, when hot dog day rolls around or when pastrami day rolls around, national pastrami day, we're like, okay, well, there's a pastrami corned beef, pastrami, you know, that's just corned beef, right? Ooh, I think it's corned beef. We can do, ooh, I think it is. They have uh, Unreal Deli corned beef. I come in, I make a, a, a pastrami sandwich, a vegan pastrami sandwich, obviously, on the news with the with the news broadcasters. I think that'd be so cool. I think that'd be a cool tour truck idea. What do you think? I think that'd be so cool. And then every single time there's a different day, like all the different national holidays for different foods we go and we show them that anything can be made vegan, huh? We could even do drinks. We could do National Margarita because the last time I did it was for Nacho Daddy and I did it for National Margarita Day where I went on live news and I made margaritas for Las Vegas news broadcasting stations. And I was like, <laughs> well, come in happy hour with me, baby. Because, you know, I was like, I was talking to the news broadcaster lady. Well, come and come and have a happy hour with me. Have a couple drinks with me after after work. Yeah, I'll get you a margarita. And it was fun. It was good times. People said I was good at it. I think it was good time. You think that would be cool? I think that's a cool idea. I think it's a good idea. I had it. It's my idea. And I think that I'm going to present it to PETA because they need ideas for this taste truck. And that's like my number one right now. That's my number one idea. I think that a lot of news broadcasters would be really into it. I think that could be really cool. All right, let me let me know what you guys think. Today is National Date Nut Day and National Forefathers Day. I thought I said Foreskin Day, but you know what? Everyone knows that it should be against the law to to um, to circumcise children. Genital mutilation has no place in the 21st century. Please stop mutilating your children's genitals. Forefathers Day. December 22nd, unless on Sunday, then following Monday. Oh, that's too complicated. Forefathers Day is today. <laughs> what is Forefathers Day? That's the day that our forefathers set sail. Landing of the Pilgrim Fathers. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of figured our forefathers, these jerks, these jerky pilgrims with the buckles on their hat. Yeah, they, they they came to America today on Forefathers Day. All right. Well, we already saw that the pilgrim, the pilgrim, the the Mayflower already came over. Yes, you could do that. No bother. Consent matters. Exactly. Thank you, Hannah Moon Vegan. It does matter. I think it's horrible that people can't consent to those things, and yet they are subjected to them. So consent does matter. And some might say that it's not in my purview, but I think it is. Purview is the word of the day. Purview. Can you believe it? It refers to an area within someone within which someone is the vegan word of the day has authority, influence, or knowledge is veganism. Your purview <laughs> is consent. Your purview. I'll do my best to answer your question, but it's beyond my purview. That's what, you know, this answer is exactly what, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson should learn this sentence. I'll do my best to answer your questions, but please know my field is like, is astrophysics, the topics related to transgender rights are beyond my purview. That's what that's what he should learn how to say. I don't know why Neil deGrasse Tyson seems to want to go into everything, but him and uh, Jordan, he and Jordan Peterson should learn what is beyond their purview.
Okay, it might it may not be illogical to assume a connection between purview and view, but is there one? Not exactly. Although the two words share a syllable, you'll find that they have very different histories as viewed in etymological rear view mirror. Oh, this this guy, I love this writer. Purview comes from pervu, a word often found in legal statutes of 13th, 14th century England. These statutes written in Anglo-French regularly open with the phrase pervue, which translates literally, it is provided. Purview in turn comes from pervu, the past participle of the old French verb pervue, meaning to provide. View, on the other hand, comes from... Uh, via Middle English, the past participle of another Anglo-French word, wer, meaning to see. That's, that makes sense because in German, wer, ich, ich sehe das, wer. No, wer is like Latin, right? Anyway, sorry, I'm getting my languages mixed up. And ultimately, Latin, from the Latin word, videre, with the same meaning. Okay, so per view. Awesome. It has nothing really to do with view. We just put that on there so people can spell it, spell it properly. Interesting. So pas vu is really totally different. I like this. It looks like it comes from the word view, but it's entirely not pas vu. So please stick to what's in your purview. For example, let me just go on a little bit of a rant. Have you ever heard of Steve Irwin? Steve Irwin is a guy, <laughs> was a guy, who liked to harass animals. He was basically just a guy like um, like, like all those other guys that would bring animals onto The Tonight Show and like show, oh, crikey, he's really biting the shit out of me. And no, he's really biting me, this one. Oh, crikey. And so he would like handle animals. He would wrestle animals. He would jump on top of animals. He would uh, put animals in captivity. And he wore the cloak of conservationist. Of course, conservationists don't um, terrify animals. They generally just look at animals. People like Jean-Michel Cousteau would never go and try to take an alligator or any other animal and put him in a cage in order to profit off of him. Jean-Michel Cousteau, Jacques Cousteau, all those real conservationists, John Muir probably, those guys, they would never do that shit because even Audubon, I mean, he did kill animals. Audubon is one of my favorite like factoids is that Audubon, his name is basically synonymous with conservation, conference, conservationism. He used to kill birds so that he can set them up and paint them. Uh, in order to convince people that the beauty of nature, it's a weird story. Anyway, real conservationists don't harm animals. They behold animals, behold the beauty of nature. It, you needn't get involved as far as like physically speaking. Wildlife photographers, for example, don't go wrestling crocodiles, you know, all right, Dundee style, you know, that's not a knife. Anyway, he went around harassing animals long enough that he got stabbed in the heart by a stingray. Stingrays don't just go around stabbing people for the fun of it. You have to step on them. You have to catch them with a hook. You have to you have to be messing with them in some way. Most animals don't attack humans. You know why? Because they don't want to get hurt. A small injury on uh, for an animal is a death sentence. They know that. It's, it's not... They know that. Plus, the caloric expenditure that it takes for an animal to turn food into energy to attack a large animal like us, it's not worth it. These aren't calculations. I'm not saying they're intellectually aware of these things, but animals do know that if they get hurt, they will die. They also know... If they, if they don't have the energy to get you and get the energy back from you, it's not going to work out. You see? All right. Therefore, uh, the, the, the stingray, who was probably just minding his own goddamn business, Steve Irwin decided to go attack him. And uh, the stingray fought back. And Steve Irwin ended up dead. Lots of people had revenge killings of Stingray because of that. People still hate Stingrays because Steve Irwin decided to harass one one day and got shot through the heart. And who's to blame? Steve Irwin is to blame. When you're shot through the heart by a Stingray, you're to blame. 
because you gave love a bad name. He does give love a bad name. He says he loves animals. He said he was a wildlife warrior. Now his family has used a lot of his money to buy areas of land where lots of animals exist on them, blah, 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 blah. But don't patronize animals. They're showcased. Um, contact television networks that have live animal displays, get them turned off. One of the best tools that we have to educate the public is the letter to the editor. Please submit a letter to editors when you see this happening. So why do I care about this? Well, recently, um, animals' homes are invaded. Their nests and dens are disrupted. They are dragged by their tails, roped, and forced to endure physical invasion of their personal space as exhibitors jump on them and wrestle them to the ground. This is what happened with Steve Irwin. Plus, do you think he was vegan? Of course not. He's just a dyed in the wool. The wool because he's an animal abuser. Animal abuser. He's an He was an animal abuser. Now, was the stingray put down? I don't think they ever caught that particular stingray. I don't know what happened to that stingray. He was in the wild. He would jump into wild animal areas and mess with them. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, yeah, PETA got flagged for a, a, a tweet about him. Yes. But here's the thing. Recently, somebody posted on Instagram a like, oh, oh what do I got to do with a flash car up? gold-plated dunny yeah I'll, i love money and i'll take it i'll buy land and i'll make it all right for all the animals all right we all know what causes deforestation and habitat destruction for wild animals it is livestock production stop eating animals and guess what conservation happens by itself it's a remarkable phenomenon don't kill animals, and guess what? They flourish. It's weird. It's strange how that happens. Stop using them in uh, in ways like wearing them, eating them, blah, blah, blah. Entertainment. But he used animals for entertainment to make money under the guise that he was a conservationist. We see this over and over and over again. He played a conservationist on TV. I understand that people are inspired by Steve Irwin. I myself, when I was a little kid, I wasn't even, I wasn't that little when he was famous, but like I remember him and I was like, wow, he's really doing a lot of good. It's it's an easy thing to fall into. We believe these things because they're on TV and it seems real. It's reality TV after all. He's on Animal Planet. It must be it must be the real deal. I used to remember Caesar um, the dog whisperer guy on I think it was Animal Planet or one of those channels and I was like, wow, he really knows dogs. And it's all for television. It's entertainment. You can't believe everything you see on TV. You can't. Anyway, it's outside of the purview of most people to understand that um, these people are animal abusers. And I get that it's like telling someone that Santa Claus doesn't exist, that Steve Irwin wasn't a hero. Steve Irwin... <laughs> was a guy who maybe, maybe not had his heart in the right place. I don't know. But the fact remains that he abused and profited off of animals. That's the fact. Now, everything after that, you might say, yeah, but he did this, he did that, whatever. Those, th those things can also be true. Thomas Jefferson can be an inspiring figure who also raped his slaves and had progeny with them. So, yeah. Life is complicated, and two things can be true. Michael Jackson can make great music and also be a child molester. These things, these two things can be true. That's those are those those are just facts. Miles Davis was an was one of the most important musicians of the 20th century, and he beat his wife. Those two things are both true. <laughs> I I don't you got to navigate that. Steve Irwin, animal abuser. The rest, who knows? And I know, what about his family? He's dead. How dare you? That was always like, what about his family? Look, if, your fa if his family is upset about the things people say about him, I understand that. But he was a public figure, and people criticize public figures. Thanks. We've got Tofu Dog coming on really soon. Don't forget to like everybody. Before we bring Tofu Dog on, please please like the video if you haven't already. There is Spanish. Yeah, I saw. I, I, yeah, I, I remember that. Like, mm -hmm. to see in Spanish. Right, right, right. 
sometimes I got too many languages in the old noggin and sometimes I mix them up. Yep. Listening to you rapping presents. Oh, you're rapping presents. That's really cute. I don't know. So Karina and I, 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 I'm not the best gift giver and I'm, I'm really, um, well, I'm also not home and it's just like, it's just complicated. So, um, Karina's love language is quality time. So I promise that when I go back, I will take her to Knott's Mary farm and have a Christmas, um, holiday thing at a theme park with her. I'm not a big fan of theme parks, but I know she likes them. So we're going to go to Knott's Mary farm in Buena Vista, California. Is it Buena Vista, California? I think it's Buena. I forget where it is. Buena, Buena Linda. I forget. Yo veo. I see. Yo oy ve. I remember Peter got a lot of flack. Yeah, because because he said because uh, they said yeah he was harassing a a friggin'. I just got a lot of flack. All I said was yeah he made all his money exploiting animals and people like yeah fuck they just total just vitriolic cursing screaming at me um a lot of people liked the video but not many people commented positive things uh, i think people who liked it just like to like and bounce but then um my comment got shared on some carnies uh, story and so now a bunch of carnies are commenting Hello, vegans. I'm so pleased you're having Tobido on the show. I really liked her PETA video. I really liked it too, Vegan Stallion. I can't wait to bring her on and talk about it. She should be here in two and a half minutes. Two and a half shakes of a lamb's tail. Wasn't Jacques a Nazi though? Was Jacques Cousteau a Nazi? Ooh, don't tell me Jacques Cousteau was a Nazi. Was Jacques Cousteau a Nazi? I don't think so. He was French. The worst he could be. Cousteau abandoned communism. Let's see what the AI say says. Cousteau abandoned communism in the early 1930s. He was drawn to anti-Semitism and authoritarian view, writing for Coup de Pat and then Je suis Patou, becoming editor and journal in 1932. In this role, he was close to Pierre Gazot, who converted him to fascism. Hold on. This is Pierre-Antoine Cousteau. What about Jacques Cousteau? Is that the same? No, he was a gunner officer. Okay, no. Okay, so it looks like Pierre-Antoine Cousteau was. He, he visited Nazis. Yeah, okay. So is Pierre-Antoine Cousteau the father of Jacques Cousteau? He was the brother of explorer Jacques Cousteau. Oh my gosh. I had no idea. Jacques Cousteau's brother was a Nazi? Holy shit. His attendance at the Nuremberg rally in 1937 left him with the opinion Nazism was impressive but not without its flaws. Ooh. Okay, so what about what about Jacques Cousteau, the one that's actually like Gunnery officer in France and later was a member of the French Resistance. Okay, no, he was not. Fantastic. Okay, so. All right. Jacques Cousteau was not a Nazi. His brother was a Nazi. Thank you for bringing that to my attention, Lacey1331, Lacey Leet. Wow, you scared me, though. Jacques Cousteau. But see, that would be the thing. If Jean Cousteau, Jacques Cousteau, a conservationist, a real conservationist, was an also a Nazi, it'd be that thing where you'd be like, oh, two things could be true about complicated human beings. But he uh, he wasn't, it seems. It seems like his brother was the Nazi of the family. <laughs> Funny enough. Your impersonation is that the word are hilarious and spot on. Thank you, Vegan D. I appreciate you. Was the stingray put down? We already talked about that. Conservation is Big business. Yes, it is, because it makes people feel good. It also used to be like environmentalism. That's like first first wave environmentalism is conservationism. And I really feel that's also first wave um, animal rights. 
First wave animal liberation was conservationism. Let's set aside some estuaries and shit so that animals have a place to be that won't be encroached upon by human efforts. And that was kind of okay for a while. Like things like the, um, and then, and then, and like, you know, things like National Park Service and those types of things to try to keep some places just a little reserved for nature. That was like first wave, first wave. Um, environmentalist first wave uh, animal rights. Then we had to start passing laws like the Endangered Species Act, things like that. So what is the fourth wave? We've talked a lot about what that is. Third wave is business. That's always the third wave of any social justice uh, movement. Like I like to compare it a lot to environmentalism. So third wave was business. Let's Let's put up Let's make businesses, let's make money putting up um, solar panels and shit. And then fourth wave, what is it? What is the fourth wave of environmentalism and of um, anti-speciesism? What do you think it is? I've got ideas. My thoughts go to all of the vegans struggling over the holidays. I've stopped celebrating altogether, just found it easier overall. Josh Banks, I kind of agree with you. Last year, we did a Christmas special that went for 10 hours. I thought about doing it this year, but I'm going to be traveling tomorrow, and it's just like, it's a lot. Tomorrow is Festivus. I'm going to be, I'm going to be Festivus is for the rest of us. Tomorrow is Festivus, and I am going to be in an airplane all day long. And then Christmas Eve, the 24th, is Sunday. I want to do a Sunday school. Maybe we'll just do an extra long Sunday school that day if you're into it. You got an ad for meat? Well, at least they spent their money unwisely. You took their money and you threw it in the garbage. Steve Err was. Oh, man. Struggle is real. Better you get it off the sophist than someone who thinks, oh, I'll go buy meat now. Exactly. Santa doesn't exist. Oh, I'm sorry, Jackie. You know what? I'm always trying to get people to not uh, un to understand that they do not need to go to. Where is where is my where is tofu dog? That's my question. Where is tofu dog? Tofu dog running late. Let's see. Tofu dog. Mm. Tofu dog, where are you? I'm going to text her. Normally, I don't like doing this in the middle of a show, but, uh, you know, the show must go on. I got to find out what's going on with Tofu dog. Are you coming? I thought you knew. Are, no, are you? Are you coming? Hi. I'm on the air. All right, Tofu Dog should be here any minute, hopefully. I just texted her. Hopefully all is well with her. I always worry. I always worry the most when, oh, my gosh. Jackie Boyle. Jackie Boyle, you're amazing. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate you so, so much, Jackie Boyle. You made my holiday. Thank you. Now I can buy a Slurpee for um, for Karina at, at Knott's Mary Farm. Hopefully there's a vegan... Hopefully they've got vegan options and not. I haven't been to Knott's Berry Farm since I was a little kid. Hopefully they got. Thank you so, so much, Jackie Boyle. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tofu dog. <laughs> Tofu dog, where is you? Tofu dog is my dog. I'm on the air. Tofu dog, where are you at? Says she was on six hours ago. She was active. I don't know where she's at. She hasn't emailed me back. Tofu dog, where are you at? Tofu dog. Yeah, at six o'clock, I sent you the link. Where are you at? Hopefully, she'll be here any minute. I can't wait to talk to her about the PETA thing. Hopefully, she doesn't have any cold feet. Sometimes people get cold feet. Where am I now? I'm in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Orlando. And tomorrow, I'll be flying to California. I can't wait to be in California and see my girlfriend and see the sunshine. Yeah. 
Oh, where's the tofu dog? Come on, tofu dog. Where are you at? We kind of do this. All right. In the meantime, I did want to check out something else. Why not look at this on the... I don't know if you guys saw... Did you guys see my TikTok on the... Um... I want to see... Let's see if let's see if TikTok will play. Oh yeah, okay, good. We got TikTok. Something went wrong. What the heck? Okay, we're in. We're in. TikTok is on. Where is the tofu dog? I don't I don't know where tofu dog is. I saw the David Rams Christian video. Okay, so I want to see if Tofu. Okay, check this out. This is one that they made for me. This is this is me. Look at that's my truck. Oh, that's a Mr. Magoo's yesterday. That's a Daytona. That's in Saint, Saint Augustine. That's in Georgia. I think I don't know where everything is anymore. Everything's like a blur. <laughs> There I am driving someplace with flowers on there. Pickos. What do you think? It says, uh, buckle up. Time to relive the most unforgettable moments of Hell on Wheels chicken truck. Well, those are pretty unforgettable, I guess. It, I kind of can't remember. Oh, there was in front of a news broadcasting. Today I'm going to go to the news the news stations in Florida. Oh, here's here's this one. Have you guys seen? Thirteen thousand people have watched this one. Why didn't they tag me, man? Tag a brother. Hook me up. In Daytona Beach, Florida. We are going with the Hell on Wheels chicken truck to restaurants all over America. That's me right there. We're trying to get people to think for just one moment about the suffering that these animals endure to end up on plates as menu items or in supermarket shelves. Hey, I'm Sky. I'm in Daytona. Daytona was so Florida. rainy and windy. The... Daytona was so rainy and windy. I thought, I thought, I thought I was gonna blow off into the sea. I thought there was a hurricane. That comment section already looks horrendous. It does. Hey, I'm Sky. I'm in Daytona. Oh yeah. Florida. We are going. Let's see. I think that's so funny. The the comment section. I don't even look at the comment section. That's why I don't. Even, I love wings so much. What the heck? No, I don't want to. I want to go back. Hey, I'm Sky. I'm in day. All right. Ducky. Vegan cheese. Let's like. I can't. Oh, I'm not logged in. But um, good for you. Thanks, I said. Okay, so I did say something there. PETA, I have a question. Go for it. <laughs> People are so dumb. 69 comments. So I'm pretty. So reordering th rethink ordering that this truck is making daytona beach rethink ordering those chicken nuggets so not too bad actually <laughs> this one too the previous one oh i didn't see the previous one <laughs> all right let me see let me see the previous one also um has horrible comments usually they always have horrible comments i mean it's tiktok that's why I turn off the comments on most of it. This will have no effect. Look like look eating animals is normal part of life cycle. This is mad weird and feels like harassment. Just leave them alone and we are omnivores. Yeah. Thank you so much everybody for being so kind on TikTok. It's always such a pleasure. Where is tofu dog is the question. Tofu dog, where are you? Are you sleeping? Uh-oh. Did she get the time zone wrong or something? Oh, no. Maybe she's in the wrong time zone. I don't know. I can't tell what time zone she's in. <sighs> well, all's well that ends well. I mean, it's going to be, it's always time zone. I know when I'm on the East Coast, I thought she knew what time zone I'm in though. Oh, well, you know what? I'm sorry about that. 
dogs aren't good with time perception. No, they're not. But maybe, maybe we can, maybe we can go, I'll do another stream with her tonight or something. Is that possible? I don't know. We'll see. Poor tofu dog is not on the show. I thought she would be here, but this is how it goes. Understandable. Dogs Want to watch Dominion to pass the time? No, thank you. Oh my God. Kitten pyramid. I'm going to do a flex for you because I've been working out. Do I look like vegan gains? I'm as big as vegan gains. I'm as big as vegan gains. I'm as big as vegan gains. Thank you, Kitten Pyramid. Thank you. You're making my Christmas bright. You know, I can't wait. This is really makes me so happy because I'm in uh, I'm in dire straits. Everyone knows, you know, so it's really good. I'm going to be able to go back. Hench vegan. I'm hench vegan. Getting bigger. I'm getting all the no bell. What's what do you mean? But I don't have a bell. The tofu talks is make clickback title divided by zero out of ten. I know. I'm sorry. I thought that she was. <laughs> I thought she knew what time zone I'm in. I thought she did. I don't know why this has failed. Epic fail. I'm sorry. I didn't mean this to happen, but Tofu Dog is MIA. Santa uses deer labor and he eats, he drinks milk and eats cookies. So probably not unless he's got soy milk and vegan cookies. Is there a VSS PM? Vegan with Sky Show PM the 24th. That's what I'm, I want to do a long show on the 24th because Karina celebrates Christmas Eve with her mom. And I don't like doing that. So I'm probably just going to do a really long, a long show on Christmas Eve. That's my, that's my plan. I will unlick the video and unsubscribe. Then I will feel bad and re-lick re the video and resubscribe. Thank you. Don't forget to like the video. Stupid vegan. Oh, I saw a stream and thought about was about to dog flavored tofu. Didn't know she was a person. Yes, yeah, she's a person. Uh, she's a young YouTuber who's pretty new at it, and I really like her content. So I thought I'd have her on the show. I have to admit that I had been affected by the industry funded smear PETA. Um, I had a negative opinion of the organization, though I would have been hard pressed to tell you why. I think that, like, I had, you know, what's funny. I always defended PETA, but I've lost friends over it. And I've always been like, well, it's it's so strange. Now that I'm working on the inside to like every organization, like you can criticize, right? Like any job or a large group, you can criticize them. And they should be criticized. They should be able to stand up to, to scrutiny. But I think they do. Like they've been really honest about the mistakes they've made. And they've even like apologized. They've even apologized for things, missteps they've made. So I don't know. Like, I'm super happy with PETA and I'm glad. So that's what I'm thinking. I wanted to do the uh, birthdays. Are there any vegan birthdays today? We have to do today in vegan history. Um, Romania ousts the dictator. Let's see if anything cool happened. 2010 repeal of don't ask, don't tell policy, a 17-year-old policy banning homosexuals serving openly in the United States military signed into law by Barack Obama. Wow, that was 2010. Do you remember that? Don't ask, don't tell. Bill Clinton signed in don't ask, don't tell, which was a good law for the time because he didn't want, because gays weren't allowed in the military. In order to change the military, it would take on just overwhelming, they, they had overwhelming opposition. So he said, stop asking people if they're gay. Stop telling people if they're gay. And I'm like, you know what? Actually, why? Should anyone be talking about sex in the military? We don't, you're not supposed to be talking about sex at work. Why are you talking about sex in the military? It's just a job, dude. Stop asking people who they fuck. What would be the point of that? Hold this rifle, go shoot that guy over there, push this button, bomb that guy over there. Like, it's such a weird idea. Anyway, Don't Ask, Don't Tell was implemented and it was a, a a step in the right direction. I know it seems weird to say that today, but at the time it was like, it was pretty much the only option. And Barack Obama repealed it, allowing gays to serve in the military openly. 
in 2010. That was only 13 years ago. See how many things change. Things change so quickly. The Mummy, directed by Carl Freud, starring Boris Karloff, is released in the U.S. First Mummy horror film, 1932. Do you like the Mummy horror films? They never really... They never really are very good, are they? They made that one with Brendan Fraser, which was pretty good. And the ride at Universal Studios is still there. It's been there forever, and it's a pretty good ride. But isn't it weird that they can't ever bring back? Doesn't it seem like Universal should be able to bring back the Wolfman and and um, the vampire, Dracula, and uh, the creature of the Black Lagoon? Why can't they bring these creatures back? It seems like they should be able to. But they never are able to. It always seems to suck. Is that so weird? <gasps> Claude Debussy's first orchestral masterpiece, Prelude à l'après-midi d'enfant, premieres in Paris. Oh, wow. I love Claude Debussy's. If you don't know who Claude Debussy is, he's an incredible musician. You probably have learned, you've probably heard the um, the famous one, Claude de Lune. Claude de Lune. I forget what it's Mondaloon. I don't know, shit. It's the one. It's in lots of movies. Claude Debussy is a is a. His shit sounds so modern, and it was recorded in 1894. It's like listening to something that was recorded yesterday, but his shit came from 1894. So Claude Debussy, go for it. I also think military is much closer than normal coworkers. Yeah, is it though? Like, I'll tell you what. I was much I was staying with Joseph for three months in the in the same hotel room. We got to know each other pretty well. And you know what? If neither of us ever talked about sex, it would have been fine. You know, sometimes we talked about stuff, but like you get to know each other slowly that way. That's up to you. That to, to make a law saying like to make it so, hey, don't talk about those things. That's something where, because of course there's a rule about that. Hey, don't talk about things that are inappropriate for the workplace. But then when you're staying in a hotel with someone for 90 days straight, you get to know them and you start talking about shit that's maybe private that might seem inappropriate, but you've learned each other's kind of like boundaries over time and you become close friends more than just coworkers. So that's something I think that is a, is a thing. <laughs> anyway um the military what are you gonna do i think we should abolish it like they did in costa rica so that's just me whatever happened to jean we used to have a guy who watched named jean he's not around anymore ever heard about the sinking of the ijn yamato no i haven't at the same time guys can say stuff like i miss my gf wife stuff comes up that's not just talking about sex yeah, that's totally true, vegan world. I'm saying that that was a stopgap solution. It, it clearly could not have worked forever. That's not, I mean, Bill Clinton signed that shit in the 90s. And then I want to say 15 years later, something like that, 16, 18 years later, Barack Obama changed it. I think, it, I think one led to the other, one step to the other. And it was like, okay, well, we can't just say gays are allowed in the military in the 90s because people were crazy back then. Let me tell you, I was in the 90s. People were insane. People talked about gay people in the 90s. It was like, it would make you blush today. It would make you blush. It really would. And it was really progressive for Bill Clinton to have passed that, um, to pass that policy. Yeah. without needing to talk about sex. You're right. Stupid vegan world. You're totally right. No argument from me. I just think that like you can say, Hey, this is inappropriate to talk about at work. And that would have, that worked. I it, it worked for a while. What do you want? You know what I mean? Do you think the coronavirus was meat eaters fault? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> yes. Not just meat eaters, animal experimenters, all of them, non-vegans fault, carnies fault. Absolutely, I think that. Of course. Anyway, listen to Claude Debussy today. I will. Okay, so these guys' birthday, Roger the Second. I don't even know who Roger the Second is. Rot King of Sicily. Who knows about that guy? Roger. Roger doesn't seem to be the name of a oh Jean Racine. He was the guy who Come on, Jean Racine. There we go. Yeah, I had to read some of his plays when I was uh, when I was in college. Cool. 
Frank Kellogg, we know about him. That was his birthday today. He died yesterday. He was born today. Weird, right? Puccini. And then um, who's this guy, though? Connie Mack. I don't know who this guy is. Baseball legend. Doesn't he look – does this guy look like a baseball player? Don't, you know what's so funny about these old timers? They always like, hey, hello, I'm like a baseball player. I think let's, let's throw around the old ball. Hey, let's go out there and play some catch. All right. Any of these guys vegan? I don't think – dude, Maurice and Robin Jib born – they have the same birthday – but they died nine years apart. The baby probably not. Ray Fines might be vegan. Is Ray Fines vegan? Is Voldemort vegan? Is Ray Fines vegan? He's usually vegan, but has also mentioned being vegetarian. What does that mean? Usually vegan, but. Fines also wrote the Fortnum and Mason's managing director to request that foie gras be removed. Wow, he's an animal activist. But people can't seem to see. I was vegetarian, usually vegan, but I was told I would have to give up my diet for the trip. Ray Fines, I went vegan after my heart attack. That's Kevin Smith. Okay, so according to the AI... Ray Fines is mostly vegan. So there's no such thing as mostly vegan. So he's just vegetarian. But he is also an activist. Like he wrote and got foie gras removed. So he's like, he sounds like Joaquin Phoenix. So I guess, I guess a begrudging happy birthday to Ray Fines. A begrudging one though. Please go vegan. It's your birthday. It's so much better to go vegan, Ray Fines. And also, what's with this Rafe? Your name is Ralph. Why do we call you Rafe? Does that seem weird that we call him Rafe? A horse on fire in Texas and a pita short. Yeah, I know. I saw that. It was horrible. I can't believe there was a horse on fire. I don't understand how the horse caught fire, but it caught fire in a an illegal horse racing facility. If people would stop racing horses, maybe we would stop having horses on fire. Like the fact that we're still racing horses. The fact that people like Billie Eilish and Joaquin Phoenix still think it's okay to ride horses reinforces the idea that riding them quickly and then making a competition out of them because that's what human beings do is perfectly acceptable. It's not acceptable. It's violence. It's not entertainment. It's violence. It's not a gambling game. It's violence. It's all violence. No such thing as a vegetarian in my book. Vegan Stallion, I'm with you. But what is Joaquin Phoenix then? Ralph, not Wraith. Exactly. Why he calls himself Wraith. I wonder what his mom called him. You know? Not even with you specifically, but I know being gay is automatically made out, uh, made about sex in a way being straight isn't. I see, him hap I see it happen today too. Yeah, it's true. I totally agree with you. I don't know, man. Some of my best friends are gay. I think it's bullshit that any of them have ever had to be, you know, harmed in any way because of who they are. It's really sad to me. And um, you're opening up a can of beans, though, because there's a lot to be unpacked, especially today with trans rights issues and how they intersect with gay rights issues to me is a fascinating phenomenon that I am not allowed to talk about with because if I do, I get canceled. It's true. The few times I've even kind of winked at it, just like looked at it and tried to talk about it from an intellectual point of view, I get in trouble. Unless I'm just having, if I'm having dinner with a friend who's gay and we talk about it, for some reason, gay people aren't offended. But trans people aren't offended either when I talk about it with my trans friends. And yet, if I talk about it online, straight people are offended. Isn't that a fucking weird thing, huh? This guy's the Bee Gees, yeah. I the uh, the Bee Gees guys were not vegan. I think one was vegan, right? Wasn't one of the Bee Gees vegan? I think the older one was vegan. <laughs> I think Robin Gibb was vegan. One of them, one of them was vegan. He 
he was vegan. Yeah. Robin Gibb, Gibb was vegan. Yeah. So I'm glad. So this is something that's interesting. So Robin Gibb was born on the same day as his brother. They were like twins, right? Um, but Robin Gibb was vegan and he lasted nine years longer than his brother. Twins, paternal twins, not identical. But I mean, come on. I mean, I would say that Robin Gibb was more interested in staying alive. Are you with me on that? If you're vegan, you're more interested in staying alive. Almost 2K. If I get to 2,000 subscribers, the, the I'm going to shave the mustache off on live on TV. And if I don't have a, a shaver because I'll be in a hotel, I'm going to cut it off with a pair of scissors at 2,000. So if you'd like to see me shave or cut off my mustache live on a live stream, please share the videos, share the shorts. Shorts seem to be the ways to get subscribers. Share a short, share a short for your shavery. Shave, shave and share, shave and share, share for the shave. I will shave my mustache every thousand subscribers. Cornitarian. Joaquin is a vegetarian. They are the worst. Yeah, he's a vegetarian, right? He's, he's just a strict vegetarian. Get that shaving cream ready for sure. I will. Yeah, shave and share. <laughs> What's a good joke? Staying alive? Yes, Robin Gibb was more interested in staying alive. Um, can I have your mustache? <laughs> you can have my mustache. <laughs> I'm a social media dead end. Oh, no, vegan stallion. Don't be so corny. Um, so, okay, so I think he's the only one. So Ray Fiennes is vegetarian sometimes vegan but is an activist so to me he reminds me a lot of uh joaquin another celebrity vegan and um i don't need to look up, i guarantee you steve garvey i can't believe steve garvey's still alive steve garvey national record for consecutive games plays i remember steve garvey was one of my favorite players when i was a kid yeah okay so is steve garvey vegan he's 75 years old let's find out is steve garvey vegan god man I remember my mom thought steve garvey was a great player too Steve Garvey. Steve Harvey is vegan. Steve Harvey is vegan. That makes sense. Steve Harvey, but it's not Steve Harvey's birthday. Steve Garvey's is baseball legend Steve Harvey vegan. Former baseball player. He played Major League Baseball's first baseman. Nothing about Steve Garvey being vegan. So, all right, but a lot about Steve Harvey being At least we learned that today about Steve Harvey being vegan. So that was pretty cool. Nutritious corn water. Great. All right, well, today, sorry about the tofu dog thing. Um... <laughs> That's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes with live internet experience. Live internet experiences, this type of thing happens. You try to, you, you go in with the best intentions and you just end up with, uh, with corn, you know? Ladies and gentlemen, vegans of all ages, uh, let's wrap up and, wait, hold on, Billy Wilder? Oh, who cares? Billy Wilder married, oh, who cares? All these people died today. Chico Mendez. Oh, wow. Samuel Beckett. God, Samuel Beckett was a handsome playwright, wasn't it? Beatrix Potter wrote about... I remember looking up to see if Beatrix Potter was the... Um, if she was... If she was vegan because she wrote so many, so much about animals. But no, she died today, but she wasn't vegan. Chico Mendez was a vegan. Lucy Burns, don't know who that is. But I do know who Samuel Beckett. Joe Cocker. Samuel Beckett. Waiting for Godot or waiting for Godot. You know, my uh, mentor professor when I was in college, he knew Samuel Beckett. And uh, he said that Samuel Beckett would say, Godot, waiting for Godot. And yet everybody calls his play waiting for Godot. But Samuel Beckett said, Waiting for Gado. So, 
Do you find that interesting at all? I find that incredibly interesting. It just goes to show, just because you want to pronounce something a certain way doesn't mean everybody else has to. The writer of Waiting for Godot called it Waiting for Godot. Think about that. Everybody calls it Waiting for Godot. I've met maybe five people who know that it's actually Waiting for Godot. Five! <laughs> maybe. I'm talking maybe three three people in my life that who actually knew that it was Waiting for Godot and not Waiting for Godot. Anyway, you probably uh, like Samuel Beckett. If you don't, I'm sorry. You should. Samuel Beckett's an incredible writer. He's an Irishman, a poet, novelist. Incredible. If you don't know Samuel Beckett, I feel bad for you, son. I feel I have got 99 problems and Gado ain't one. Joe Cocker today wrote the incredible song. Um, he wrote incredible songs and uh, he, uh, his, his, one of his one of his deliveries is um, "Darling, Be Home Soon." It's one of my favorite songs that I really like to hear played. So, Gado, exactly, right? Gado. I don't know. You know, sometimes I think waiting for Gado is how all of us are. We're all just waiting for Gado. I didn't know I was waiting for Gado. Although I would never say that. I would never say Gado. I would always say Gado. head against the sky try to see beyond the houses and the light it's okay to show the moon but darling be home soon These few hours I've been waiting since I toddled For the great relief of having you to talk to, talk to. Joe Cocker um, sang my favorite version of Loving Spoonful's Darling Be Home Soon. It's one of my favorite songs and a song that I've been thinking about quite a lot because of because I've been on the road. Darling, be home soon. Anyway, I can play it on the ukulele, sort of. I hope you enjoyed my ukulele playing. And um, I guess I'll see you later. Not tomorrow, though. I don't think I'll see you tomorrow because I'll be in an airplane. But I'll see you on Sunday. I'm going to miss you all my VFS. Thank you to everybody who liked and subscribed. And especially thank you to everybody who... Um, who was cool enough to uh, to donate. I really appreciate the donation, everybody. Thank you so, so, so much. Don't forget to become a cha channel member. And uh, if you got a couple bucks in your pocket, go over to veganofcourse.net, get yourself a t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? All right. Bye, guys. Thanks. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans.
Hopefully, I'll be able to get to Tofu Dog on the show later on when, uh, when we're in the same time zone. And uh, until then, illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down. I wish you luck in your activism today. I wish me luck in my activism today because I'll be out there in the streets of Orlando, Florida. Florida? Yeah, Florida. Thank you so much, everybody. Don't let the bastards grind you down. I need you. And uh, we need each other. And the animals, they definitely need you. Thanks. <laughs>